0: Hey, this is Allison Scaliote, Claudia from Warehouse 13. Take a listen to Sci Fi Diner Podcast. Cool people, delicious sci fi. Live long and prosper. Bad feeling about
1: this. Tired of turning away from the things that I
2: want to believe in. This is going to get pretty interesting. Defying interesting. Oh,
3: God, oh, God, we're all going to die. Only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon. Did I fall asleep? For a little while. You are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, from the end of the universe, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows, here are your hosts.
1: Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, where we... Totally geeking out on Warehouse 13 tonight, aren't we, Miles? That we are. That we are. This is a great show. We have a phenomenal interview for you. My name, of course, is Scott Herzog. And I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we are your diners or your servers, I guess, serving you up all sorts of science fiction tonight. We have some great stuff for you, including no, news about the show that we're going to get into in just a second, and actually about our website, which we're really excited about. And we're going to be talking about this, the, the TV shows that are premiering this season. We, of course, have Supernatural. We have Heroes. We have Dollhouse. We have Star Wars. We have... What am I missing here, Miles? Heroes. I said that. Said, Smallville. Oh, V. Smallville. Yeah, absolutely great. Fringe. You can't forget Fringe. Sanctuary is Stargate, tons of premieres that are coming out. We're going to talk about what shows we're watching, what shows you should keep an eye out on, and what shows you might want to ignore. There are recommendations. You can take them or leave them. Obviously, most exciting, we have a great interview with Alison Scalioti. Let's talk about some show news. If you weren't paying attention or following us on Twitter or Facebook, Understand we released a new website, and it is rocking. It's much more streamlined than our old website was, much cleaner, with some great links to great information, videos up there from Shore Leave. There's ways that you can get involved with the show. You can donate physically money to that. You can you know, leave feedback, comments, leave feedback on iTunes, all sorts of stuff in there. And obviously the show notes with all the information we can give you, plus more on that website and it it is totally rocking so i love it i think i think it came out real well and we just got to give props to startled rhino and wooly mittens who kind of helped form it and gave some feedback on it as well as many other people that i'm failing to mention right now that you can write hate letters a little bit later on but really exciting stuff that's coming down the pike for this so it was pretty it's, it's pretty awesome and you checked it out right miles you were on it
2: I, I did. It, it, I'm very impressed with uh, what they came up with. Uh, yeah. It's a, bit, a lot more, you, more user-friendly.
1: Yeah, that, far more user-friendly than the last show, uh, the last uh, podcast website was. So, All right, why don't we go ahead and move into our trivia question for this week, actually the one that we gave last week. And uh, to do that, we're going to have Miles give the trivia question, and you are going here hear a special guest. Allison's going to be giving us the answer since it was a Warehouse 13 question.
2: Yeah, this was great. Um, this worked out so well. What we, what we asked was a question based on last week's Warehouse 13. At the end of the episode, because of all the uh, carnage that uh, Claudia caused, um, Artie had a special punishment for her. The question was, in Warehouse 13, what did Artie make Claudia write as her punishment?
0: You guys ready?
2: We are Stand. ready.
0: Claudia had to write. I will not disobey Artie.
1: <laughs> and how many times did you have to write it?
0: I don't even know, but I I, I wrote every single line that you see on that, oh, on wow. that chalkboard. So it was over like... Over and over. I was exhausted. <laughs> it was
1: like being punished in school, wasn't it?
0: It really was. I felt like I was in d- detention. I think Saul kind of got off on it a little bit. He was like, That's right. <laughs> keep writing.
1: Keep writing. <laughs> now, you said you had an interesting fact about that episode or... Something you wanted that to was that, that was, was it. That
0: was it. That I wrote everyone. My oh, mom did wow. Sleep.
1: wow! And I did hear rumors too that uh, that was the episode that you spent like what two days in the suit, posted on the ceiling.
0: Um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was. It was two days. We shot it uh, uh, all. That uh, all that that magnetized <laughs> sequence in two days. Uh, I had from. I, I was all padded up under my uh, under my clothes because climbing that that steel. Post like a magnet, you know, sort of forced me to slam my limbs into these steel struts. So I was bruised for easily a week and a half. Oh
1: wow! But it was so it was worth
0: it. fun, though. I mean, like, you didn't really hear a complaint out of me because this is what I signed up for. Like, these are the things that that we crave doing because they're they're new and exciting and fun.
2: Awesome! You've got to do some cool stuff on the show so far.
0: Such cool stuff. I'd never, I'd never gotten to do
1: stunts in this capacity before. Yeah. Well, awesome. And we, of course, had a person actually answer it correctly, and that person was Justin Stahl. So props to you, Justin. You got our geek cred. We need to have a sound effect for that, don't we, Miles?
2: We, we should have something. Like
1: geek cred. I don't know. Something like that that would, have, that would work. And anyways, you win, Justin. We are giving away a copy of the Justice League original movie. You can, uh, we'll send that to you in just a little bit. And of course we have new trivia this week. And, uh, the prize this week is actually another cartoon Batman beyond the movie and lines up with the topics and the trivia is off of heroes, right? Miles. Mm-hmm.
2: That is right. And, uh, this week's question is, um, this will be the heroes fans who, who started watching the show should appreciate this. Um, who played Hiro Nekamura's father? Yes.
1: All right. And if you know the answer to this trivia question, please email us at the Sci-Fi Diner podcast at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at the Sci-Fi Diner. Follow us on Twitter there. That's a new Twitter handle, by the way, for our uh, folks listening. And uh, you can, of course, call us and leave the answer to the trivia at 1-888-508-4343. All right, well let's move into our news just after the break. We're going to take a small break here and then we're going to get into our news, sci-fi news for this week. Hey,
3: thinking, oh boy,
1: better... Join me, Alex Fenson at www.newforestpodcast.co.uk bringing you news, views, facts, figures, coming events from around the New Forest here in the South of UK, mixed with a selection of podsafe music. Join me now at www.NewForestPodcast.co.uk. All right, welcome back to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that little promo from our friends in the U.K., New Farce Podcast. Alex does this wonderful podcast that talks about podsafe safe music, uh, and it just happens to be in the U.K., this wonderful British accent, and I love that.
2: I do, too. You just
1: can't beat the British accent. I do a terrible job of, of imitating it. Whatever. Anyways, uh, let's get into news. What we're going to be doing tonight is talking about the shows that are premiering this. And by premiering, we mean that are starting back up here in this fall season. We're a little bit late in this, so we have two shows that already have premiered. The rest will be premiering over these next two weeks, most of them in the next two or three weeks, and some of them as late as November. We're going to talk about the ones that we are going to be watching and the ones that uh, maybe we don't care about, but Hey, if you like the show, let us know. We always want to hear from you. You can call or listen online, line, brag about your show at 1-888-508-4343. We'd love to hear from you. That's about it. While we get into some news, we're going to talk primarily just about the new sci-fi shows, but we do a one piece of news that Miles is just
2: dying to share. Go ahead. I have to, yes. Um, Star Trek celebrates its 43rd anniversary, and it's still going strong, especially with the new movie, Uh, But there's a great article about it on uh, TrekMovie.com if uh, you want to see more about it. But yeah, and we're going to be we're going
1: to be obviously uh, putting that in our show notes.
2: So, but 43 43 years of Star Trek, yeah,
1: which is awesome. I mean, as soon you know, seven years from now, we'll be talking about the 50th year of Star Trek.
2: That that's amazing.
1: It's pretty incredible, and we're still making the movies. I mean, this is this is this is is this older than Bond? And when did Bond start coming out?
2: I think Bond started. Late maybe 60- a little earlier. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And I think, it, I mean, at least the books that came out, I think back in the fifties. Yeah. But, but
1: All right. Well, let's get into the show. Let's talk about the new shows that are coming out. And by new shows, I mean shows that are starting back up here in the fall season, some returning and some new and we're going to talk about the things that we love about them. These shows encompass all genres. There's really something for everyone in the sci-fi world. Everything from vampires to witches, time travelers, alien invaders, superheroes, and Stargate, of course, you need another Stargate coming out. And um it's just about to begin. We will have links to these and including all their trailers in our show notes, so you can come and check out the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast new website at sci fi dot com, and we will have all those trailers posted. You can check it out and maybe say, you know what, I'm going to check out this show. And hey, if if you listen to this after they premiered, I'm sure they'll be on Hulu the first couple of episodes. So
2: something you and I are both looking forward to coming back: um, Dollhouse on the, on Fox. Uh, Echoes back in the second season, she may just find out who she really is. Uh, premieres Friday, September twenty fifth at nine p.m. And we,
1: uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. This is one of the shows that I'm totally looking forward to. I don't know if I'll watch it on Friday night. I'll probably DVR it, time shift it, whatever. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I think there's a spe- this, this show probably has a special place in our heart, Miles, because of our interview with uh, Miracle
2: Laurie. Probably so. But uh, the the show got better and better as as time went on and uh, left in a good place. Yeah.
1: You know, and without w- no doubt, we have, of course, Cameron from Terminator. It, Summer Glow is going to be on it. And so we have a lot of good things to be looking forward to in this show this year. It's it's going to be a, a Whedon, a Whedon fanboys, uh, you know, paradise in a sense. But the next show that's going to be coming out, this is an ABC show and it is called Eastwick. So if you are into women who discover they have magical powers when a devilish presence named Daryl Von Horn comes to town, this might be the show for you. And I believe this is a premiere. This is a new show, isn't it, Miles?
2: Yeah, it was a movie with um, Jack Nicholson, Cher, um, the other women in it uh, escaped me at the moment. but um, Where's
1: IMBD? I- I- IMBD. I- IMDB, when you need it. I mean, come on.
2: Right. but uh, So it, it, Jack Nicholson was in a movie years ago, and I think they tried bring it on the small screen years ago, but it just didn't happen.
1: I thought I heard rumors of this years ago. Well, it sounds like they're finally bringing it. We'll see how it does. If you liked Eastwick the movie, it may be worth checking out. I have actually not heard a lot of buzz about this. But then again, if it is, if it is flying across our news sources, it's not the type of show that I'm really drawn to. I don't but know. Uh, are you, are you going to be checking out all miles?
2: Uh, right now at this time, I'm not that interested.
1: Too many other shows out there.
2: There's too many other shows that are uh, grabbing my attention right now.
1: And so if you like Eastwick, please call in. Let us know. We want to know what you think of Eastwick. We aren't going to be watching it, though. So you probably won't hear us talking about it too much.
2: But here's a show you and I, I think, are both are interested. Uh, Flash Forward comes on ABC. Everyone on the planet blacks out for two minutes, 17 seconds. When they come to, they remember a vision of what they'll be doing six months in the future. Uh, A lot of chaos ensues. It premieres Thursday, September 24th at 8 p.m.,
1: So this is really the story arc for the first, first season, because you think, you know, by the time September rolls around, till we hit, you know, April, May, that's six months, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, based on a book, I think, I think there's a novel it's based on, I forget the author and all that.
2: Uh, Robert Sawyer. Yeah.
1: Robert Sawyer is, uh, that's right. He's the guy that wrote it. Are you going to be checking this show out?
2: Oh, oh, definitely. Um, he's written a couple books that I, I liked. And so, um, yeah, this, this show does have my interest.
1: You know, uh, It has my interest, but it's probably not – I'm probably not going to be watching it unless you're watching it and you suddenly say, oh, man, you got to check out the show. If I
2: like it, I'll try to sell you on it.
1: Uh, You do that. You know, the thing is um, they have done a lot of good promotion for this show. You've heard a lot about it in the channel's least that I'm watching, so you do see a lot of this popping up. I mean at least they have that going for it. We, of course, are, I, of course, am into Fringe. You never really got into Fringe. Probably more of a time thing than anything. I know you watched a few episodes here and there. But um, we have, of course, this coming back to Fox. Season 2, there's a good chance that Olivia and Peter will get to explore the that alternate universe they toyed with with the help of Leonard Nimoy, which, of course, we're always excited about. This premieres Thursday, September 17th, so that's this coming week at 9 p.m. Make sure you're setting your DVRs. Uh, a little bit before and a little bit after, so should be good.
2: Well, I started watching a couple episodes on Hulu, so maybe what I'll do is I'll rent season one, get Netflix it or something. But um, yeah, because that is out now, I believe. But uh, yeah, I've liked what I've seen so far. There's just too much other stuff to watch at the time.
1: Yeah, and you can rent that on Netflix or you can buy it through our Amazon store at uh, mysci fi store dot com. So that always worked too. So yeah, I mean, I am excited about fringe. Fringe is one fringe is definitely one of the shows that I will watch. It got better and better as the season went along and it was probably a stronger show for me than dollhouse was. Yeah, I think I would agree. Uh, But again, that's not, that's not dissing dollhouse. We're huge dollhouse fans, but, but uh, definitely looking forward to that.
2: Next uh, show we're looking at is ghost Whisperer. It's been out for, um, for, for a few seasons now. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt stars in it Uh, Melinda and Jim will have their hands full When the series jumps forward in time And the little boy begins to out Ghost Whisper Melinda in the fifth season Uh, Premieres Friday, September 25th at 8pm Now have you ever checked out Any episodes of The Ghost Whisperer? I have actually watched a few episodes And it's pretty good I I, I, I gotta admit I I, I like what I've seen Just, I'm not devoted to it though Um, Like I said, there's too much other things to watch but um, it's it's pretty good from what I've seen so far. Yeah, and I have I have never watched it,
1: but there has to be a reason that CBS is keeping it around for a fifth season. So it means it's probably getting good enough ratings to be around, which means that it has enough of a following that people are into this sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I, I, that's probably it. Jennifer Love Hewitt's a big draw, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Because she's hot. Well, but she still is very hot. No. Anyways, go on. Oh, uh sorry i was distracted yeah uh Jennifer are you Love, looking up, are you
1: looking up Jeff Love who it right now
2: um no no of course not i i, I heard you open your browser uh, moving right along <laughs> uh, heroes comes back um september twenty first eight p m season four but is it, <coughs> excuse me is it Nathan siler or siler nathan that is uh, a question yeah this is what i i'm curious about what are they gonna do i mean um I mean, you can't contain Siler for long. That's uh, um, uh, that. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to resolve that one, well, or it, not, it, maybe "resolve" is the wrong word. But how it's going to explode?
1: Did you see the trailer? Yes, I did. And you know, at the very end of, he goes, "I want my body back," which you assume he's talking to back Parkman at that point. I think that this season, and I know we've said this before, and I know heroes is. <coughs> Kind of ebbed and flowed, has, you know, wooed us and disappointed us and crushed our hearts again and again and again, uh, but this season looks like it has the potential to be a strong season. So let's hope. Let's hope that Heroes can redeem itself this season.
2: I, I hope so too. I mean, uh, if not, I, I, I think I think we're gonna run out of steam and um, we'll probably say goodbye to the show. But it's kind of, it's had this will be its fourth season, so it's. Uh It has promise. Yeah. Well, when does that premiere Uh, premiere September 21st at 8 PM. Great. And
1: I believe that is a two hour premiere, two hour premiere. Mm -hmm. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, Those legend of the seekers fans, we have them coming. um, It'll be coming back in syndication. And uh, the description of the write-up says, Thank God Richard killed the big, bad, dark, and raw at the end of the first season. Now the real fun can begin. The wizard's second rule rears its ugly head. This is a classic sci-fi fantasy show, a, fa- a fantasy show. You know, it takes place kind of in the Merlin realm type of stuff. And you really don't have any real true fantasies out there. And this kind of fits that genre as being that, you know, harkens back to the almost Zenit esque type of fantasy, and maybe that's not a real accurate comparison. Uh, I have watched clips of the show. I have not watched a show, so maybe I'm doing it a totally disservice. But if you love Legend of the Seeker, you are going to have to wait about two months. Saturday, November 7th, it'll premiere at various times. You know, this, this past season, I believe that it aired around 5 o'clock on a Saturday.
2: Oh, that's a weird time.
1: It is a terrible time for it. So it'll yeah, be in I syndication, mean, and they don't even have – I don't even know what channel it's going to be on. They don't even have that listed here. But
2: hmm. Did you
1: ever see any Legend of the Seeker?
2: Um, no. I've heard people talk about it at work. Um, I mean, there are people – I know people at work like it, So must, they, they, but we all worked on Saturday, so I'm, they had to record it or watch it on Hulu or something.
1: Yeah, so I, d- I never checked it out. If you like Legend of the Seeker, please let us know. We, we, I mean, but we don't watch that.
2: But hmm. Well, uh, next uh, coming out September 25th, Friday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, Allison may be recovering from uh, the results of her brain tumor, but in the show's sixth season, the real recovery comes with Medium moving to CBS, which formerly was on NBC.
1: Wow, so that's quite that's quite a change.
2: Yeah, I didn't know they were that the show was moving to uh, CBS. Wow. Stuff. Wow.
1: So yeah, wow. CBS. So it was on. It was an NBC show and they moved it. They've done this with very few shows. I mean, Star uh, Stargate was one that started mm-hmm. out on Fox and moved to sci- Sci-Fi, I believe. Uh, and that was about, but but not too many shows have done that, have jumped that way.
2: Right. Um, maybe NBC wasn't going to keep it, and so they had to find somebody else who would carry them. Yeah. That'd be my, my guess.
1: And so CBS said, you know what? We like the show well enough. The ratings are good enough for us. We'll take it. Yeah. I guess you can argue, what does that say about CBS? Oh, we're willing to take the trash. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mm -hmm. CBS has some good shows out there. But anyways, that premieres when again?
2: Uh, It premieres uh, September 25th, uh, Friday nights at 9 p.m.
1: Which you won't be watching it because you'll be watching Dollhouse, which is much more important of a show. But anyways, just saying. True. Just saying. Uh, we have of course Sanctuary coming out. We are ecstatic about the show. At least did you watch the first season of Sanctuary?
2: Uh I, I didn't get a chance to see it. This. It
1: is awesome. You gotta check it out. You definitely gotta check it out. I'm just gonna say that.
2: It's I'll, I'll have the Netflix. I mean,
1: yeah, you know, Christopher Heyerdahl's in it. You have Amanda Tapping in it. It's just a great cast with a it's one of the shows that just grew and uh started out as webisodes last year and then came into the first season and now we're into the second season and we have a two hour premiere October 9th. I think it's a two-hour premiere. October 9th at 10 p.m. That means it would be over at midnight, which seems a bit weird. But uh, nonetheless, it seems like there's going to be a two-hour premiere, and they might be altering that time. But we're looking forward to it. Um, We ended last season, of course, with the bombshell that Ashley is under the control of the cabal. And Magnus has... Her work cut out for her, and this, of course, is Amanda Tapping's character, is she's going to rescue her daughter when the season two begins. So we kind of see her turn on the sanctuary, and somehow they need to get her back. It was quite a cliffhanger, and we're waiting to see what happens.
2: Next on our list, uh, Smallville. Uh, Premieres uh, Friday, September 25th at 8 p.m. Back on the CW, it is its ninth season. Yes, nine seasons. Looks like Zod will be back, and Clark may finally just have to accept his destiny. Um, there's some pictures of, on the web of his um, costume, I guess, so to speak. Um, it's kind of a little Matrix X, some people are saying, but um, he has a costume in, in, in um, Season 9. Finally. finally. Finally, we need that. And this, of course, premieres when? Oh, uh, September 25th at 8 p.m. Uh, that's a new time slot. Uh, used to be Wednesday nights, but now it's on Friday nights.
1: Yeah, we call Friday nights the kill zone. There's been people that have been saying Smallville should be killed. But I tell you what, Miles, I am actually looking forward to this season for a couple of different reasons. I think, number one, the trailer looked absolutely amazing. It's totally dark. And uh, we see Superman, again, flying. Uh, or Tom Welling's character flying, you know, that Matrix-esque style that you were kind of mentioning. Not only that, mm-hmm. but we have Brian Austin Green as, what is it, Metallo coming right. into that. And then we have, you know, Wonder Twins, Alison Scaglioni. We have her in it, and it's just going to be awesome. I'm just looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait.
2: Can't wait. Should be if, good. It should be a good season.
1: Hey, you know, Warehouse 13 fans, you are going to love it because she's in November 9th. That's the episode to TiVo if you want to see her in that show. It's going to be great. Um, by the way, Warehouse 13 news, let's just throw this in there. We have two episodes left sniff, of Warehouse 13 this Tuesday oh, and then the, uh, then the finale the following week. They're bound to be good episodes. There's been rumors that someone's going to die. But uh, Allison didn't know it when we interviewed her. And you're going to hear that interview here in just a little bit. But uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And we can't wait for next season.
2: Right. right this has been a uh, warehouse 13 has been excellent
1: it's been a surprise hit for me mm-hmm. I mean I was looking we were we I went back through our old shows and we were talking about the show before it aired and how you know what it was about and all that but man we both just kind of fell in love with this show
2: it's sur- it surpassed. I mean I, I was looking forward to it but it really surpassed my expectations yeah,
1: absolutely okay
2: uh, let's talk about Clone Wars Star Wars Clone Wars comes back Friday October 2nd at 8 p.m. Uh, Rise of the Bounty Hunters on the Cartoon Network. Uh, the Jedi's face a new breed of villain in the popular animated show's second season, along with new characters, locations, and creatures, and a forbidden Jedi relationship.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds like a love relationship somewhere in there.
2: So, uh, I mean, we, we know about Anakin, Padme. Maybe we will be a different Jedi with uh, somebody else.
1: Right, right, right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Of course, the question becomes, do we put this into canon or do we not? I mean, that's always a big discussion whenever you have TV series and, you know, spinoff books and stuff like that. But this well, is this is premiering when?
2: This premieres October 2nd at 8 p.m. All right. And I believe that's an
1: hour premiere. So you'll get an hour of it instead of the half an hour.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, of course, that's Cartoon Network, right?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: So it should be good. Are you looking forward to this show?
2: Yeah, I will definitely watch it again when it comes on.
1: Yeah. Absolutely fun. It's you know half an hour. It's not a long time to sit through a show. And uh, these were nice little shorts. It's always nice, at least you know my opinion, to to go back and revisit the Star Wars universe. And so, if you're going to start something with Star Wars on it, I'm going to watch it. Live action series next summer, I'll watch it. Come on, yeah. come on. Uh, we of course have SGU, Stargate Universe, the show that Sci-Fi is claiming bet is better than Warehouse 13.
2: That's a that's a big claim.
1: That is a bold claim because Warehouse 13 has gotten the most viewership of any sci-fi show in its 17-year history. All right? So that's- There's uh there's absolutely uh, they they really I just don't know. Warehouse 13, there's something about it appealing, we talked about this in another show, about it appealing to a mass audience that I'm not sure that Stargate's going to do. You're going to have the Stargate fans watching it. Uh, you might bring in some new people. It's going to need to create quite a buzz to kind of break through the Stargate universe stereotype that's kind of existed.
2: Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, Warehouse 13 appeals to many different p- people. They don't necessarily have to be sci-fi fans to appreciate it. Oh, absolutely
1: uh, so- not. In fact, it's really... It's almost not a sci-fi show if it weren't for the artifacts and some of the bizarre things they do.
2: Right, I would agree.
1: Um, uh, anyways, it says forget the starty, uh, forget the tidy, uh, the starty, forget the tidy Stargate stories. This new Stargate takes place in a dilapidated ancient ship with a mission that won't allow the unexpected crew, the unexpected crew, to go home. So it's a ship on a mission that's trying to complete its mission, and sorry, crew, you're stuck. And that's kind of the premise of it. Uh, There's been many, many trailers out there. We'll, of course, put one in the show notes. Premieres Friday, October 2nd at 9 p.m. Hard Rumors, that's a two-hour premiere. Uh, If so, then that will be over at 11 o'clock, which is not totally unusual for sci-fi. In other news, uh, again, if you're looking at, if you like Christopher Heyerdahl, uh, this is another show that he's been in. He's not in right now, I don't believe. But Supernatural is back in the CW. In fact, that premiered this past week, and I don't even know how the premiere did. I should have looked it up a little bit more than I did, but Supernatural's back on. If you missed it, check out Hulu and you know, set your TiVos to record it on Thursday. It, it airs at 9. The premiere was, of course, September 10th, and um, that did happen already, right? Yeah, that was yesterday. And so... Yeah. Um, you should uh, check it out. Sam and Dean have dealt with both heaven and hell. Now, the fifth season begins, the brothers will have to deal with Lucifer and Armageddon. Lucky boys. So, I never have watched Supernatural. Did you watch Supernatural, Miles?
2: No, there was just too much other stuff to be watching. Again,
1: save and cry that there's way too much science fiction to cover. If you like Supernatural, though, I had some students last year that were mad Supernatural fans. Not so for me, they would talk about it all the time. But you, know, whatever. You actually heard Alistair, Al- Alistair, Alistair at the beginning of our last episode. Ta- you know, just that little bumper that we put at the beginning. And that's a character from Supernatural, but we didn't watch it. Anyways, another show that we are kind of looking forward to.
2: This is something I'm really stoked over. Uh, v uh, is coming back on ABC. Remember about 25 years ago, there were these alien visitors who looked like us, but they were actually reptiles who looked – who liked to munch on rodents when they weren't trying to take over the earth. Well, they're back in a new reinvented series from Scott Peters. It premieres Tuesday, November 3rd at 8 p.m.
1: Another November premiere. That is late. So Legend of the Seeker and um, V are very late premieres. And we're looking forward to this for many reasons. Not only that the idea and the premise is John Scott, I believe, is in it. Is that right? The guy from Fringe. Um, That's not his name. He was John Scott in Fringe. Uh, I, he's in it, and then the girl from uh firefly
2: well uh, maria Baccarin. yes yeah. Uh, that yeah um, so a lot of no a lot of notables in that show, yeah,
1: and so we we have high hopes, we hope that it'll work out, we hope it'll we hope it'll do well a b c surely needs a hit that and flash forward maybe it's break this year. We'll see what happens. And, of course, we have the Vampire Diaries coming to the CW near you where two vampire brothers, one good, one evil, battle for the heart and soul of a girl named Elena, and she tries to deal with high school. So a high school vampire movie. Jeez, what does this sound like? Oh, that's right, Twilight. and um, um,
2: Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely a revamping of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as well. It premieres Thursday, September 10th. That was yesterday, and my understanding did very well. CW, it's on at eight PM on Thursdays. If you love vampire stuff, you need to check this out. It reminds me, it's riding the wave of the vampires, you know, the new vampire movies that are coming out, and uh, I don't know. I didn't check it out. I probably, I I probably won't check it out. But if you love vampires, please, 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 uh, let us know. Let us know what you, uh, what you think of it. So I believe that's it for our uh, shows. Are we missing any shows?
2: No, I don't believe I don't think you are. I think we I think we covered them.
1: Does Lost come out or is Lost more of a midseason thing?
2: I, I don't follow Lost, so I'm honestly not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, they don't have Lost premiere
1: included. So in 24, they don't have. But I think some of those are premiering a little bit later. So that is our uh, TV news for our fall premieres. The fall premieres, the, the new shows, the old shows that are coming back and the things that you may want to check out and the stuff that we're checking out. So uh, in a nutshell, Miles, quick review. What are you going to be watching this season?
2: Oh, uh, Dollhouse. I'm going to check out Flash Forward and definitely checking out V. And I'm uh, looking forward to Smallville coming back. Yeah.
1: And uh, for me, I'm going to be watching. I want to check out Smallville. It's probably not going to be behind my list. Same with Heroes. I'm going to be checking that out. Definitely checking out Fringe and Dollhouse. They're probably my top two shows and Sanctuary and Stargate. Those will be my top four shows the ones that I'm going to be watching and that I am totally stoked about. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe a few others in their V, I will probably watch if I have time. But again, there's a, that's like seven shows if I watch all those shows. And, you know, I, I struggle to find seven hours of uh, TV watching in my week. but. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on into DVD news. We have one DVD that's the note that we need to talk about, and that is this. The Sanctuary DVD will hit shelves September 15th. That's next Tuesday. And you can buy that at the sci-fi store, my fi store.com. And you know, the manufacturer's retail price in this is about 44 bucks. You can get it in our store for about 25 bucks. So it sounds like one of these info infomercials, don't I, Miles? Um, but uh this is going to be a great set. Four disc set, it's a collector set packed with electrifying extras including full episode commentaries on all 13 episodes. That's pretty cool because you typically don't get commentaries on all the episodes, do you?
2: No, you they only give you a couple usually. Yeah.
1: So anyways, this was going to be good. It has 2 hours of bonus features. This is a great price. Great price for it and it should be good. Should be good. Uh Fringe of course came out this past week. And uh, many other shows that we've talked about are all available on myscifistore.com. Make sure you check it out if you get a chance and buy it, and you can help support the Sci-Fi Diner podcast through that. So I believe that's it. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this section. We're going to hear from our friends at the TrekCast, and we'll be moving into our interview with Allison Scaglioni from Warehouse 13. <laughs> You know, see, it's like, hey, I still got a little Star Trek in me. Um, I'm built on mid-21st century civilian clothing.
0: Well, next time you see a guy that looks like a Wolverine, poke me. Yeah.
1: Cocktail. Highball and cocktail.
0: Highball. cocktail.
1: Oh, God. This is getting bad. You're listening to TrekCast, the Star Trek podcast, www.trekcast.com. Listen to TrekCast. It'll save your virtual life. (laughs) Welcome back to the Sci Fi Diner podcast. We are ecstatic to bring you straight from Warehouse 13, Allison Scagliotti, who plays Claudia Donovan, one of our favorite characters in the warehouse. Uh, And we just had a chance about two hours ago to sit down and had a great, we had a totally great interview with her.
2: She's a lovely young woman. Uh, I mean, when we talked to her, I felt like you were talking to Claudia from the show.
1: Absolutely. We didn't get to ask her this, but we do wonder how close she actually plays, uh, how much of, you know, Allison is in Claudia and maybe vice versa. It'd be interesting to know that. So maybe if you're listening to the show, Allison, you can tweet us and let us know.
2: But Where does Claudia begin and Allison End? Yes, yes, the mystery.
1: Anyways, we are excited to bring you this. If you listen to the show, you know we're Warehouse 13 fanboys and uh, we are excited to bring you this interview. So enjoy. you have got the Falkirk minerals, and you're using an electrical field. But what about the rest? The compass disappeared with Joshua. My question is, what are you using instead of the compass?
3: Aren't the minerals enough? Oh, it's it's the same as the metal in the compass. It's no, the no, same no, no, thing.
1: No, you can't just replace an artifact with you know something else. There's always an X factor.
3: Okay, which is maybe why I need your help.
1: Which is why you shouldn't have done this at all. I'm shutting you down.
3: Oh, hey. you were going to help
1: me what i said was i would look which i now have and believe me shutting you down that is helping you
3: okay fine you know what fine just do it just shut me down you abandoned him once why shouldn't you do it again it isn't like that oh no it's exactly like that joshua and me on our own again it's a good thing i'm used to it
1: i know that it hasn't been easy no no
3: No, it hasn't been easy. He was all I had after our parents died. And then he was gone, too. He spent his fun years sewing Girl Scout patches and teaching me how to fold an omelet. And then reading Maria Looney on the Red Planet to me every night. He was a genius who put his life on hold for me.
1: None of that's your fault.
3: I opened a door to wherever he is, and now he's in pain. You saw his face. That is my fault. Me. I'm the epic fail.
1: Claudia, it is making you sick.
3: I owe him. And so do you. And we're running out of time. Damn it, Marty! Let me save Joshua.
1: Welcome to this interview that we have. We have a very special guest on the show today, Allison Scalioti. Am I pronouncing that right? Okay, great. And uh, whose genre shows include stuff such as the Gem High Division, Smallville, which will be appearing on a little bit later on, and Warehouse 13. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here at the Sci-Fi Diner. You Sci-Fi guys are all, like, I think you're all closet foodies. I just talked a slice of Sci-Fi yesterday. I'm still kind of confused, like, what... They season
1: this slice of sci-fi with, but that's cool. <laughs> Maybe they get the slice of sci-fi at the sci-fi diner. No, I doubt that. They're a great yeah. show, by the way. They're, they're some great guys.
0: Excellent.
1: So we we love them. Um, I want to talk first about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we we obviously uh, arranged this interview totally through Twitter. How did you get into twittering? <laughs>
0: it's kind of, I'm I'm a bit of a low tech Sally. But I was working on, I'm going to sort of speak this out of the side of my mouth, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh, last summer. And uh, Jerry Trainor who plays crazy. C was all over Twitter. He was into Twitter before anyone I know was into Twitter. He was like, do you know about this? It's microblogging. Da, da, da. And I went, oh, my God, what an unnecessary, like, receptacle for brain garbage. I can't <laughs> imagine how many people are like, I'm walking my dog. Now I'm going to Starbucks. That's I'm gonna going to eat this. a piece of pie exactly which is you know interesting up to a point and then it's like all right let's maintain some of our privacy (laughs) but i got into it when i realized the potential it had for grassroots publicity um and i didn't i really didn't break a hundred followers until after warehouse premiered i mean i've had it probably since last september um and a couple of my friends followed me and a couple random drake and josh fans and now i'm i'm Approaching three thousand followers.
1: <laughs> I saw it was growing. I thought. I think when I started following you, it was about a thousand some, and now you're up to like three thousand. It's incredible.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. crazy. Crazy.
1: Well, now, so what role has Twitter played in just connecting you with your fans, and maybe even with your fellow actors and writers?
0: A uh, huge role. I mean, uh, it's it's given a voice to people who you know maybe would prefer not to write out a formal fan letter and parade it down to the post office because who really does that anymore? Um, and uh, I, I've really felt an opportunity to, to connect with people and provide some behind-the-scenes sort of, you know, fun facts and, and perspective that I otherwise wouldn't be able to. I don't run an official site yet. I mean, that's obviously on my agenda. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but so far, it's just been a great outlet to uh, to connect with people. And you know, obviously, it's a voice for the masses. I. I do, you know, I present the facet of Allison that I want the whole world to to see. And, you know, my manager, I remember when he asked me, okay, do you have an official Twitter that Sci-Fi can promote? I was like, yeah, 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 here you go. And he said, okay, just be careful what you tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And that verb just bothers me, by the way. Like, it's the most feminine thing. When I hear guys saying they're going to tweet about something, I I always kind of want to offer them soap on a rope or some really girly thing. Oh, man. Tell us us how you got into acting. Wow. Well, um, it's it's a different story depending on who you talk to. My mother will tell you that I came out of the womb performing. (laughs) Um, But but what happened was she caught me doing a a Bill Cosby impression for my pool man in Louisiana and and realized that we needed an outlet for this (laughs) this tendency to put on a show. So... um, at five, I joined my school's talented drama department. So if I had moved to L.A. to, to be part of film and television, I probably would have gone to a performing arts, arts high school and moved off to New York. So I've, I've kind of been an actor all my life. I can't really imagine being anything else, even though I am in school and I have other interests. It's just who I am. Um, but yeah. when I was 11, I met an acting coach who uh, strongly, strongly advised oh. me to try pilot season. And I did. I was incredibly lucky to uh, pick up an agent and manager my first season, which I'm told is nearly impossible. Um, and I booked a pilot with Chevy Chase, and that was my first gig, and it was incredible. It was a, like a huge budget sitcom. They flew us out to New York. And my mom and I used to joke that, you know, if I if I so much as thought about a chocolate chip cookie, they'd be there with a platter of <laughs> varieties of and variations on chocolate chip cookies. So it was an amazing, amazing time, and I just never looked back.
1: Hmm. Now, one of our listeners, uh, Jeff McLean, asked, uh, were you into sci-fi before you did stuff like the Gemini Division, or Warehouse 13? I know you're doing Smallville coming up.
0: That's a question I've been asked a lot, and the truth is that I, I was never an avid follower of one particular franchise outside of star wars i mean i feel like star wars is everyone's default who yes. isn't it's star wars I feel yes like it's take not. that miles it's not <laughs> a human being um so so i'm i'm new to the genre is my answer but what attracted me to warehouse 13 was that it wasn't straight sci-fi that it had elements of of comedy and and romance and adventure and and fantasy all threaded uh throughout so mm. um but, but being part of the show has prompted me to get into like reading graphic novels and now I'm I'm catching up with the Battlestar Galactica series. I'm four years behind everyone else. Uh, but uh, I dig it.
2: In the past four years, you've done three genre shows. Gemini Division, Smallville, and Warehouse 13. Uh, what draws you to these sorts of shows or any show?
0: Um, what draws me to these sorts of shows? Well, first of all, the common thread between those the three that I've been able to be a part of is uh, the characters. Um, I, I've, I've had the good fortune of being able to play smart girls who are an asset to the storyline in some capacity. I know my character on Gemini was similar to Claudia, although perhaps a little more intense and not as well developed as a as a human being. <laughs> she was more of a more of your sort of token uh, hacker. But um, the idea that these girls are that are uh, these girls are real and and vulnerable, but at the same time they can kick ass if you need them to. And then with Smallville, who wouldn't want to play a Wonder Twin? I awesome. mean, that was just cool. That was just cool. It was like Smallville. I remember watching Smallville when I was twelve, being in love with Tom Welling and wanting to be Alice and Mac, So, and by the way, they are. Two of the coolest people I've ever met.
1: Awesome. Well, you have you have kind of an Allison Mack look a little bit.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) I hope that's a compliment. So, well, sisters. Yeah. Hey, uh, how did you land Warehouse
0: Thirteen? Well, it was a a unique sort of uh, series of events. I knew the writers, Derek Hughes and Ben Robb from Gemini Division, and. Earlier this year, uh, Derek sent me an email. He said, I'm working on this great show, and there's a character coming down the pike that would be perfect for you. Um, and by the way, we'll mention you to our showrunner, Jack Kenny. Well, I worked with Jack Kenny on a pilot five years ago. So it was a combination of, of having worked with the right people and, and uh, being the right age at the right time. So, so I spoke to Jack, and Jack sent me a copy of the pilot you know, just to ensure that it would be something that I'd be into, that I'd even want to be part of it. And uh, apparently the the character was originally uh, written as an Asian girl, and they'd seen chicks in Toronto, Vancouver, uh, Ottawa, I think. Even and then they went to New York, and somehow they couldn't find who fit properly in Claudia's shoes. And so I went on tape with um, Central Casting at NBC, and you know waited a few days, and there it was. And I went from you know a full load of 16 units at school to. 16 hour days in Toronto. It was, it was Hmm. such a whirlwind. So I, uh, I've never looked back. It's, it's been warehouse 13 is like the best thing that's ever happened to me yet.
1: (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about the show then. tell us about, for our listeners who may or may not be familiar with the show, tell us about Claudia Donovan.
0: Well, Claudia Donovan, I mean, here's some adjectives to describe Claudia, She's smart, sassy, efficient. She's, I mean, you know, she's like a Rubik's Cube. She's colorful and complicated, but throw her in a room full of geeks, and she's more fun than a barrel of monkeys. Wow. Um, the uh, skill set she brings to the warehouse is uh, her incredible ability with computers and uh, and security hacking, which is how she finds her way into the warehouse um, initially, as as you guys saw. Right. Um, and uh, as a civilian, she kind of sees too much to be released back out into the wild, and so it's decided by by Artie and Mrs. Frederick that she she stays on and, and helps out around the house, as it were. Yeah. Um, but what's what's great on a technical level about um, you know the Claudia and Artie dynamic is that without um, uh, an an additional person in the warehouse Artie would be stuck with a lot of expository dialogue and just sitting in front of his computer and fact spouting. So and and nobody wants to see that, right? People complain about exposition all the time. Mm-hmm. Um so so with this sort of young contrast to Artie's very specific type um there's a there's there's tension and and humor and and love going on in the warehouse, so
1: Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we we love it. It was it's one of my I guess I tweeted this to you, but one of my wife's favorite characters is your character of Claudia. Just how she interacts and how she brings life a different type of life to the show than
2: it would be without it.
0: Many thanks, you guys.
2: No, we we totally we totally love your character. Justin Stahl, one of our listeners asked, um, the only time we see Claudia outside the warehouse is in the episode titled uh, Claudia where we see her at Minnesota University and a few times at Lena's Bed and Breakfast. Is there any chance we'll see her in action outside the warehouse anytime soon?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, the episode coming up this Tuesday, Nevermore, Claudia goes out into the field with Pete to track down an artifact um, that's halfway across the country. Oh, wow. The uh, the cool thing about the episode coming up is that it's, it's an artifact that's connected to another artifact, uh, Edgar Allan Poe's pen and notebook. Oh, that's right. It's easily one of my most favorite episodes. It was so much fun to do. And, uh, you know, Eddie, of course, is hysterical. So much fun to work with. Um, and we got, to, uh, we got to do some pretty exciting uh, action sequences in the process of retrieving this artifact. So, uh, so that's, that's that. Claudia out in the field.
2: Yeah. We've seen you, you know, um, on the pulley. Do you do your own stunts or do you have a stunt
0: person? I I do as much as they'll let me do. Like uh, you know, obviously, whenever you saw my face on the zipline, clearly that was me. I believe there was one shot when the zipline snaps that it, that's on my back, and that was uh, that was my my double. Um, mm-hmm. Who's uh, a, a woman named Dana? Who's like in her 40s, but such a perfect physical match. It's like <laughs> it's awesome. That's um, funny. And uh, everything in regrets was, was me. There was really no need to have a, a double for that. I uh, yeah, I just I do whatever they will let me because it's fun. Mm.
1: Now, what's it what's it like being uh, on on set with the other characters, uh the other characters like with with Eddie, Joanne, uh, Janelle, and Saul?
0: There's never a dull moment. Where <laughs> uh, we've we've definitely become like a family. Mm. Um, uh, you know, if if Artie or if Saul is our you know, sort of curmudgeonly patriarch, and uh, Lena's our ethereal cousin. Then, you know, uh, I'd say, oh, Micah is the mature, overachieving sister, and and Pete's the goofball jock brother.
1: Mm. Well, you know, the chemistry—it's obvious that you guys get along because it translates. Oh, it, it translates totally into the show, and. Uh, just the banter that goes on between the characters on the show, I can just imagine what it must be like off camera. So,
0: We've got lightning in a bottle for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, you mentioned that the, the episode coming up is, is that your favorite episode, the one that we're going to see this Tuesday?
0: I You know, I feel like I have a different favorite episode every week.
1: <laughs> the entire season's your favorite episode.
0: Yeah, no, Warehouse 13 is just my favorite in the world. Um, so, uh, Breakdown, I really, I liked Breakdown more than I expected to. I wasn't, I, that was probably the episode besides Claudia where I had the most to do. It was really physically taxing, really fun, but quite the challenge. And uh, with Nevermore... Um, you know, I got to do, I got to do something new. I got to be part of, I, I got to be sort of a pseudo secret service agent, like a substitute, I guess. Um, Duped was another really fun one. We had a good time during burnout. I mean, I can't pick a favorite. No. They're all so great.
1: <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Do you have a favorite artifact?
0: Easily, Edgar Allen Poe's pen.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Easily. I'm a huge Poe fan, so I, uh, I actually stole one and gave it to a friend. We had doubles on the artifact because it was involved
1: in some stunts. Great. We well, you know, the, um, the last episode there, just this past week, tons and tons of artifacts you got to see.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It was it. my favorite artifact this past week, the snow globe.
0: Was the, oh, the snow globe?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, now it's cold. I can drink it. No.
0: That thing. You know, all because of that payoff with the, the snow globe at the end, I had to wear that tool belt and run around in it the entire episode, which is... <laughs> way more uncomfortable than one might think.
1: Oh, wow. If you can tell us, is there a future for Claudia in season two?
0: There's definitely a future for Claudia in season ah, two. See, we I,
1: heard, we heard rumors I can tell you be- honestly
0: yeah. that I don't know what is going to happen because the finale ends with such a cliffhanger that everything is at stake. But I like to tell myself that there's a there's a serious chance for Claudia to, to come out um, the heroine in the beginning of of season two, but we have no idea. I'm just beginning my campaign for sexy time in the warehouse.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, um, I think there's certainly, if they wouldn't bring uh, your character back, there would certainly be something lost in the show. Cause you certainly do provide a balancing aspect. So
0: thank you. I, I agree-
1: don't know. I, I, I kind of, I, there's been rumors floating around fandom that someone's going to be killed off, but yeah, we don't, we don't know though.
0: I, I don't even know. Okay. I don't even know, and I'm on the inside, so there you have
1: it. <laughs> there you have it. So uh, dispel any rumors. No one knows for sure yet. All right. Any other projects that we can look forward to seeing you in other than— Well, other you, than
0: guys, you guys know about Smallville, and at the moment, um, that's all. I'm going back on to G4's Attack of the Show next week. Um, I don't, I'm not quite sure when that segment will air. Um, I'm waiting a on a couple of things, but other than that, you know, just, uh, if you know any, any major producers, if you know Zack Snyder, whisper into their ear, <laughs> Alex <Gagliotti laughs> needs a job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so how, bu- how busy does Warehouse 13 keep you though?
0: Um, we shoot, we're picked up for 13 episodes season two, which should take us from, February ish to I guess mid July I suppose. Okay. Um, so it's a nice chunk of time, but it also gives time for uh, for other things. Like I, at the moment, I'm enrolled in school, okay. so I'm I'm taking a bunch of units and getting that knocked out of the way. Oh. Fall is the time for productivity. <laughs>
1: um, how can fe- uh, so? As we wrap up the interview part, uh, how can people find out more about you and the work you're doing? Any other place? Any place you direct them to?
0: At the moment, the best place to find me is twittercom slash Skag. Um I will, uh, you know, I'm working on you know, once I have time creating an official site, and of course I'll post it there um, if and when that goes up. But at the moment, that's really the best uh, resource for Allison Scaglioni news. I feel so pretentious saying that. That's <laughs> so not me. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs>
1: mm. Wow. Okay, well, great. Well, thank you so much for being on the uh, Sci-Fi Diner podcast here with us, Allison.
0: It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy season two. Well
1: We hope you enjoyed our interview with Allison Scaglioni, who plays, of course, Claudia Donovan. If you have not checked out Warehouse 13, we certainly encourage you to run quickly to Hulu before they take them off and, and get it. Obviously, go buy the DVDs when they come out. We are excited that there's going to be a second season so we can see more and more and more of the Warehouse crew. Anyways, we have much more information that we can ever, ever place on this show and it's going to be and you will find it at the sci-fi diner podcast.com on our new and improved website which we talked about at the beginning of the show and uh, so please visit if you want some more interactions some show notes you want to comment on the things we talked about we want to hear from you so when you when you're there leave a comment respond to what we're talking about join the conversation be part of the community that surrounds the sci-fi diner podcast we of course have promos it, as you've heard throughout the show if you are a podcaster and you want your promo in the show let us know uh, you can do that you can obviously find me on twitter I'm Herzog H-E-R-T-Z-O-G and more importantly you can follow the Sci-Fi Diner at Sci-Fi Diner which is a twitter handle Sci-Fi Diner and Miles they can find you where
2: I am um, Son of Wharf at twitter
1: Son of Wharf. we of course had the store which we touted a little bit earlier store.com. if you buy stuff from our store you support the podcast and it's just Awesome that way. We, of course, challenge you to answer the trivia question this week. Tons of Geek Craig goes with that. You get bragging rights in the show. We'll give you your name in the show, and we'll send you a little prize. And uh, I believe that's it. You can email us, of course, at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com. Phone us at one 508 4343 And I believe that's about it. Did I miss anything, Miles? No, I think you got everything. Sounds good to me. We look forward to seeing you next week on the diner till then good night
2: and good luck
1: Okay, let's see. I wanted to pick up Fringe Season 1 in Dollhouse. It's here I am at Cards and Bubble. I should be able to pick up both of these easily. I'm guessing for around 70 bucks, right? So, uh, let me see. Back in the past book section. Who reads books anymore? Okay, um, into the DVD section. Oh, no. f Fringe. Okay, Season 1. Uh, $60? dollars you got to be kidding me. My wife only gives me an allowance of $75. There's no way I'm going to be able to pick up Fringe. Well, what's Dollhouse? $50 for Dollhouse? It's only half a season. 13 episodes. Give me a break. I'm not going to get... I can't get any of these. I get one, but I want both. <sighs> Wait a minute. What's that? Hello? You mean I can get both of these for $70? Now, where's that? MySciFiStore.com. MySciFiStore.com enables me to get both of these for $70? bucks. i am going there. Screw Cars and Bobo. I'm out of here. MySciFiStore.com. Saving you money from here to the end of the universe.